0: In the name of one God who creates, redeems, and sustains us. Amen. When you first have to remove your sermon from the 8,000 clips to keep it in place so it doesn't blow away, thank you to the associates for teaching me what I need. Abide, abide, abide. In case you missed it, that is the theme of this week's gospel. And I actually on Monday thought that Reverend Patty had this next week and kind of joked about it in Bible study, and I had flipped this week and next week. And when I went back to delve in for my sermon, I was like, oh no, I get the abide. Eight times the word is mentioned, and when Jesus repeats and repeats and repeats himself, we know... He is making a point. You and I are to abide in God's love. Now, tomorrow, always, for our entire life, We're to abide when we're just living our lives merrily, going along our way. We're to abide when we are in a pandemic. We are to abide when we wonder what is coming next. We are to abide always in God's love. Last week's example of abiding came in the image that we are all sheep of God's fold. And this week, Jesus continues the theme of abiding with another example. We are part of God's divine vine. We aren't just meant to be part of the vine. We aren't just another cell. It's more than being the vine. We are to produce fruit of the vine. We are to make that fruit come to, if you'll excuse me, Fruition. By producing fruit, we're truly abiding in that deepest sense in God's love. Because abiding isn't a passive action, it isn't something that you just sit there and do. Abiding takes thought, abiding takes prayer. Abiding takes studying your scripture. Abiding takes getting involved and being present and giving to God and the making of the bringing about of God's kingdom a priority in your life. Abiding. Yet, the truth of abiding so that we can produce fruit is that if you've noticed, fruit only lasts a season, right? says she who's furiously planting her tomatoes right now. And some producing seasons are longer than others. Some harvests of our own outreach programs we could say have lasted decades, some have lasted a few years, and often we have what I would call one-day harvests of the fruit of the vine where we give what we can for a certain reason on any given day. And at St. Cross, with that, we have a variety of harvests. We've run food programs, helped IV pay, HIV patients, built churches and homes in our own country and in other countries. We've done laundry and continue to do laundry for anyone who shows up on our Laundry Love evenings. We take food and spend the night with families who are hoping to move into permanent housing. And just this Easter, we had a one-day vine-producing bonanza that landed us with a stack of pants, belts, bras, and underwear for the shower ministry at St. Luke's in Long Beach. I'd say that St. Cross, we've produced some good fruit in our time. But the other truth about producing fruit as we abide in God's love is that sometimes we have to prune back In order to grow new fruit. Sometimes we even have to diversify what we plant as the soil, that would be the wider society around us, changes. Our abiding with God is not static and how we produce fruit will change year to year, generation to generation. But the fruit that we are called to bring forth is the fruit of our labor born of our faith. And even our fruit will change too. Our local soil was already changing before COVID hit. And then I would say COVID gave us a pruning we weren't imagining. But if you've ever pruned a wisteria vine you know that when you prune it it just comes back bigger and stronger and so as the local soil was already changing before covid hit 2 years ago the vestry knew this and we began our dream big program and we brought the congregation into the process and we picked your brains and we tried to figure out what our next big dream for st cross what was going to be our big harvest they were going to plant on all of our acres and then COVID happened and some pruning took place and I'd say the chemistry of the soil changed again. So we still have those dreams from two years ago, a year and a half ago, yet with the shift in our world, given COVID, we took a pause from that dream And the vestry this year decided that we needed to focus not on how do we survive with COVID, but how do we define who we are? We, St. Cross, we, the people of God, we who strive to abide in God's love. Who are we as we move out of this COVID time? You may have seen it in the weekly email, a question about our new why statement. Now, I'm gonna take a pause here because most of you who know me know that I am not a fan of the latest thing in the business world. Words like nimble and pivot. (laughs) Yeah. I use them because they do have some relevance, but at times I get annoyed and the new thing in the business world is a why statement. But you wanna know what? I kinda like them. Because I can guarantee you somebody out here is going to say, Reverend Rachel, but we have a mission statement and a vision statement. We have core values. We even have a tagline. And I want to know, can any of you tell me one of those right now? No. No. But a why statement, even I can remember a why statement. It's one sentence. It's who we are and what we plan on being or what defines us. The why statement distills down why or who St. Cross is at this unique time, in this unique place, in this part of God's vineyard. The why statement hopefully will define or refine who we are as we come out of this time of pruning and give us an idea about how we want to go about being God's kingdom. So here's our why statement. Who are we? Who do we want to be? We want to be a community. What do we want to be? Which serves others as a sign of God's love. And isn't that what we're talking about today? To be a community which serves others as a sign of God's love. That's who St. Cross has been since its very first days. That's who we have been as we've gone through a zillion different outreach programs and inreach programs, hundreds of Bible studies through the years and Sunday schools and pageants. All of that is how we try to be a community which serves others as a sign of God's love. So as we come out of this COVID time And we return to in-person worship, and here you go, and in-church worship on May 23rd. Uh, Just for the 8 o'clock. As we return to yes, we've now given permission for coffee hour, but give us a week or two to figure it out, please as we return to adult education in person and sewing guild meetings and laundry love and family promise where we actually get to spend time with the people who we are serving and build authentic relationships, I want us as a parish, I want any of us who are out there, whether you're here in the South Bay or somewhere else, think about who it is that we are called to serve as we abide in God's love? What is the new fruit we are being called and asked to bear at this time and place? What are the new ways that you and I and we are being called to abide in God's love? Abiding is not passive. Abiding requires action. Now, outreach at St. Cross, for those of you who are old timers and those of you who are new, outreach is rarely the vision of the rector. Outreach, the outreach that is stuck around, the outreach that abides, has always been lay led. I know a few of you are sitting at home watching this, smiling to yourself. I might even have gotten a shout out in a few homes because St. Cross is proud that our stuff is lay led as well it should be. So it's you, the congregation, it's you, God's beloved, who are called to listen and study your scripture and pray. Why do you think we're doing the path right now? And if you haven't joined us, we're only 10 weeks in. We don't care when you come. Get a book from us today, study your scripture with us every wednesday whether online in person or on your own do it talk with one another over a donut it's bring your own donut by the way but bring your donut talk with one another and listen for how we are being called to be god's people to abide in god's love as the community of saint cross out in our wider community The clergy are here to support you. But the vision for how we bear fruit of how we abide, I can guarantee it's going to come from you. So the vestry is asking what our next call in our community to serve others is going to be. Because the vestry knows that for us to be fruit-bearing, we have to be involved in St. Cross beyond our walls or our parking lot boundaries, whatever we are when we're outdoors. But we have to move beyond our community gathered here, out into the world wider. And without a doubt, I don't think we ever stopped abiding in COVID. We adapted, we were nimble, we pivoted, We pivoted so many times, I can't even, I don't even know where to pivot. I I think I've pivoted the whole 360 more than once. We've tried. We've failed. We succeeded. We kept moving forward throughout this past year. And now we begin to say, who are we? What will define us as we go into the next What is going to define this season in our vineyard at St. Cross? Because bearing fruit and abiding is not only action, but it's something that we do together as a collective, as God's community. So this week, as you do your Bible study, This week as you pray, this week as you talk to people both within the St. Cross community and those outside, ask yourself, how are we to be a community which serves others as a sign of God's love? As you and I, the people of St. Cross, abide together. Amen.